Hello, this is Snigdha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 20th of June. India has reported 14,516 new COVID-19 cases and 375 deaths in the last 24 hours, taking the total number of infections to 3,95,048, including 12,948 deaths. This also includes 1,68,269 active cases and 2,13,831 cases who have been treated and discharged. The Indian Council of Medical Research or ICMR has said that 66,16,496 samples have been tested until June 19th. As the country struggles to flatten the COVID-19 curve, the Drug Controller General of India has approved Favipiravir and Umifenovir for clinical trials to treat the novel coronavirus. The centre, meanwhile, has asked all states to emulate the practices used in Karnataka to combat the virus, which includes comprehensive contact tracing and household surveys. Prime Minister Narendra Modi has launched a 50,000 crore employment scheme or campaign for migrant workers who have returned to their home states during the lockdown. The scheme, called Garib Kalyan Rojgar Abhiyan, was launched through a video conference from Khagaria district's Telihar village in Bihar in the presence of Bihar's Chief Minister Nitish Kumar and Deputy Chief Minister Sushil Kumar Modi. Chief ministers from other five states and union ministers of concerned ministries also participated in the virtual launch. The Central Board of Secondary Education, or CBSE, may allow Class 12 students to graduate early under a special marking scheme. But the board has also offered them the option of taking the exams at a later date to improve their performance. In other words, CBSE may not hold the board exams in July and instead has come up with an alternate method of evaluation. Students who are dissatisfied with their results can opt for the pen and paper exam to be conducted by the board later in the year. Union Civil Aviation Minister Hardeep Singh Puri has said that around 2,75,000 Indians who were stranded in foreign countries during the coronavirus-induced lockdown have been brought back to the country in flights and ships. For more than two months now, Maharashtra, Tamil Nadu, Delhi and Gujarat together have been the four states with the maximum number of cases. Together, their contribution to the national caseload has remained between 64 to 68 percent. In Maharashtra, the total number of cases are now at 1,24,331, including 55,665 active cases. The death toll stands at 5,893. Maharashtra, not very long ago, accounted for almost 37% of all cases in the country. That share has gone down to 31% now. One more police officer has died of coronavirus in Mumbai, taking the death toll to 31, with 140 new coronavirus cases recorded among police personnel in the last 48 hours. The total number of positive cases among police personnel in the state now stands at 3,960. With 53,116 coronavirus cases in Delhi, Lieutenant Governor Anil Bejal has made five-day institutional quarantine mandatory for all coronavirus patients in the capital. The Ahmadmi Party has heavily opposed this decision. The death toll in the capital stands at 5,035. Ahmadmi Party's leader Raghav Chadda has said that according to the government's calculation, Delhi would have needed 15,000 beds by June 30th to treat coronavirus patients. But after the Lieutenant Governor's order, they will need 90,000 beds by June 30th. Chadda asked, and I quote, "From where will we get 90,000 beds?" Unquote. 
Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal has said that there is already a shortage of healthcare staff in Delhi. How will it be possible to arrange doctors and nurses for thousands of patients at quarantine centers? Delhi's Health Minister Satyendra Jain, who tested positive for coronavirus, is being administered with plasma therapy. He has no fever now, but his health will be monitored at the ICU over the next 24 hours. 42 people have tested positive for coronavirus in Madhya Pradesh's Indore district, which now has a total of 4,288 cases. The district also recorded four deaths, taking its death toll to 193. A Bharatiya Janata Party MLA, who voted for the Rajya Sabha elections in Madhya Pradesh, has also tested positive for coronavirus. Meanwhile, the Madhya Pradesh Animal Husbandry Department has termed reports on social media that coronavirus was found in chicken in some poultry farms as baseless. It said consumption of chicken is completely safe. The total number of COVID-19 cases in Bihar has risen to 7,181. Of the total cases, 5,098 have recovered, while the death toll is at 50. 1,45,562 people have been tested so far in the state. The recovery rate of patients has also gone up to 71% in Bihar. During the launch of the Garib Kalyan Rojgar Abhiyan, Bihar Chief Minister Nitish Kumar said that he interacted with labourers through video conferences in different districts after they returned to Bihar. He felt that they do not want to go back to other states for work. Rajasthan has recorded 158 more coronavirus cases, taking the state's tally to 14,314. A total of 333 people have died due to COVID-19 in the state. Odisha has recorded 179 new cases of coronavirus. The state now has a total of 4,856 cases. A 60-year-old coronavirus patient died in Puri district, taking the state's toll to 12. Manufacturers of alcoholic beverages have urged Odisha government to reduce the special COVID fee imposed on liquor from 50% to a reasonable rate. Three more COVID-19 patients have died in Jammu and Kashmir, taking the Union Territory's death toll to 78. Jammu and Kashmir now has a total of 5,680 infections. Pondicherry has recorded 52 new coronavirus cases, taking its total to 338 cases with 7 deaths. Himachal Pradesh now has a total of 628 coronavirus cases and 8 people have died so far in the state. Assam has recorded 102 new coronavirus cases, taking the total number of cases in the state to 5,006 with 9 deaths. Arunachal Pradesh recorded its highest single-day rise in COVID-19 cases, with 32 more people testing positive. The state now has a total of 135 cases. The state surveillance officer has said that all new patients are returnees from other states and have been placed under institutional quarantine. On April 24, 2017, suspected Maoists attacked a contingent from CRPF's 74th Battalion that was guarding workers laying the road to Burkapal, a village in Chhattisgarh's Sukma district. The attack killed 25 personnel and wounded seven. The security forces retaliated against the villagers. In the weeks after the attack, the CRPF and the police arrested over a hundred men and two minor boys from Burkapal and nearby villages, all inhabited by Adivasis. Among those arrested was Madkam Bhaman, nine-year-old Birsa's father. Madkam would be killed soon after. Birsa's mother had died of undiagnosed ailments in 2013, leaving Ayate, his grandmother, to raise Birsa and his brother. When our reporter Pratik asked Birsa what he wanted to do when he grew up, 
A police officer replied Birsa. On being asked why, he said, and I quote, You get a gun when you become a policeman. When I get a gun, I'll kill those who killed my father. Unquote. Birsa has no idea that his father was killed by men in uniform and brutally. Out of the over 100 arrested, except for three or four people, for the sake of propriety, none of the accused were produced in court in the last three years. The police always gave the excuse of not having enough guards to produce all the accused. It was only in February 2020 that the court issued a warrant asking the police to produce the accused in groups if they could not be brought all at once so that the trial could proceed. This is a story from the first of Pratik Goyal's two-part News Laundry Sena report titled A Village of Women and Children – How Most of Burkapal's Men Came to be Jailed Without a Trial. News Laundry Sena is an initiative through which people like you can fund the stories that you want to hear. We have several stories under the project. So a big thank you to all the 35 of our readers, including Manas Karambelkar, Abhimanyu Chitoshya, Adnan Khalid, Siddharth Sharma, Sudarshana Mukhopadhyay, Abhishek Singh and Shreya Bhattacharya, who contributed to make the story see the light of the day. Do not forget to read the report on newslaundry.com. You can also contribute to our next News Laundry Sena project titled Long Wait for Home. When India went into lockdown, about 8.90 lakh housing units were under construction in Mumbai and 4.2 lakh in the national capital region. Now that the construction work is halted, the economy stressed and the investors stretched, will the buyers ever get their homes? Our report will find the answers for you, so do contribute. Go to www.newslaundry.com and you will find the project there. Now for some international updates on COVID-19. The coronavirus pandemic has infected more than 8.7 million people around the world. At least 462,905 people have died and the virus has been detected in nearly every country. The World Health Organization has warned of a new and dangerous phase of the coronavirus pandemic with people getting tired of lockdowns despite the disease's accelerating spread. The International Monetary Fund will deploy emergency funding for over 70 countries during the pandemic. The total number of coronavirus cases in the United States is now at 2.27 million, while the death toll in the country has risen to 121,470. California has reported 4,317 new COVID-19 cases, the highest daily rise so far. The state now has a total of 165,416 confirmed cases. Meanwhile, Donald Trump is set to hold a rally in Oklahoma on Saturday, his first campaign gathering since the coronavirus pandemic broke out. The rally is shaping up to be one of the biggest indoor events in the US since large gatherings were shut down in March because of COVID-19. It has been scheduled despite protests by local health officials in light of the rising number of infections. Brazil has crossed the 1 million coronavirus cases mark with close to 50,000 deaths, making it second only to the United States in both infections and deaths. Russia has reported 7,889 new cases of COVID-19, pushing its nationwide tally to 576,952 since the crisis began. The National Coronavirus Response Center has said that 161 people have died in the last 24 hours, bringing the official death toll in the country to 8,002. In the UK, nearly 301,815 people have been infected by COVID-19 and 42,461 have died. 
Ministers have been accused of playing down the gravity of the coronavirus pandemic after it emerged that more than 1,000 people died every day in the UK for 22 consecutive days. The numbers are in stark contrast with the daily tolls announced by the government. In the UK, there have been calls for clarity on what should happen for those who have been shielding since the start of the pandemic. According to the Office for National Statistics, 35% of the shielding population report that their mental health and well-being has worsened due to the pandemic. Recently updated government guidelines allowed shielders to leave their houses while taking precautions, but many are calling for more advice. Indonesia has reported 1,226 new COVID-19 infections, taking its total tally to 45,029. A health ministry official said that there were 56 more deaths reported in the last 24 hours, taking the total number of fatalities to 2,429, the highest COVID-19 death toll in East Asia outside of China. Pakistan has reported 153 fatalities in a new daily record for coronavirus deaths as the number of infections in the South Asian nation continue to rise. 601 new cases of COVID-19 have been reported in the country, but Pakistan has decided to resume international flight operations after months of a suspension imposed to prevent further spread of the virus. In France, the total number of COVID-19 cases stands at 159,452 and the death toll is at 29,617. The government has decided to pay a €1,500 bonus to public sector healthcare workers in recognition of their role during the coronavirus outbreak. Many in the sector, however, feel that the government should do more for them. Violence broke out this week at another protest held by healthcare workers in Paris. China's capital Beijing recorded a further drop in new confirmed COVID-19 cases with tightened measures to contain the spread of the virus. Officials reported 22 new cases in Beijing, along with five others elsewhere in the country. No new deaths have been reported and 308 people remain hospitalized for treatment for COVID-19. Now for some non-coronavirus news. The centre today accused the opposition of attempting to mischievously interpret Prime Minister Narendra Modi's claims about the June 15 clashes with China and said that some quarters were creating an unnecessary controversy to lower the morale of the Indian soldiers. This came after opposition leaders and India's national security experts questioned Modi's claims that no outsider was inside Indian territory in Ladakh nor had any border post of the Indian army been captured by outside forces during the face-off with Chinese troops. Modi made the comments at an all-party meeting called by him on Friday to discuss the June 15th clashes in Ladakh's Galwan Valley, which claimed the lives of at least 20 Indian soldiers in the worst violence on the Indo-China border since 1975. In a statement released by the Prime Minister's office, the centre said that Modi was clear that India would respond firmly to any attempts to transgress the line of actual control. The statement read, and I quote, in fact, he specifically emphasized that in contrast to the past neglect of such challenges, Indian forces now decisively counter any violations of the LAC. Unquote. Calling India's response against the Chinese forces commensurate, the centre claimed that it has been clearly stated that the violence in Galwan on June 15th arose because the Chinese side was seeking to erect structures just across the LAC and refused to desist from such actions. The statement further added, and I quote, The Prime Minister's observations that there was no Chinese presence on our side of the LAC pertained to the situation as a consequence of the bravery of our armed forces. Unquote. 
The PMO further said that the sacrifices of the soldiers of the 16th Bihar Regiment foiled the attempt of the Chinese side to erect structures and also cleared the attempted transgression at this point of the LAC on that day. China, meanwhile, has asserted that the Galwan Valley is located on the Chinese side of the LAC in the west section of the China-India boundary. Do watch the latest episode of TV Nuisance. This week, Manisha looked at how TV news channels covered the deadly face-off between India and China. On Aaj Tak, anchor Shweta Singh was quick to criticise the Indian army to save our dear leader. Meanwhile, Navika Kumar and Rahul Shivshankar on Times Now found a list of dead Chinese soldiers on WhatsApp and read their names quite awkwardly to their viewers. Manisha also looked at how news channels covered the suicide of Sushant Singh Rajput. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.